Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today on 1629 SEN Hobart. Jack and Payne with Jack Revolt and Tim Payne. Welcome back to the Jack and Payne show on SEN Hobart. We're going to get stuck into some discussion points from this week of sport. We'll start, Jack, with your Tigers, obviously coming off a win against the Kangas last week and straight into a big, basically, elimination final tonight against the Giants. Yeah, big game, Payne. Um, uh, we've had a bit of history with the Giants over the last sort of four to five years. Played them in, in reasonably large games. Uh, obviously, 2019 grand final uh, prelim, 2017 uh, when we were allowed to have crowds. But it's uh, yeah, no, it's it is an, it's probably an elimination final for for certainly us. Giants could probably lose and still get in just due to the fact they've got that two, extra two points with the bye yeah. but um, no, big game for us a lot of ins for the Giants uh, they get some some really handy players back but uh, yeah we're going to stay settled, we're going to go in unchanged which uh, is probably one of the first times this year that we've done it Yeah, can you take us into a little bit of a look into the Tigers this week with the preparation for a game like, like tonight, is your focus solely on the Tigers I saw a stat, I was watching... Um, some of the footy shows during the week that the Giants score are uh, the best scoring team out of stoppage, and the, and the Tigers are the worst at defending stoppage. So is that has that been the huge focus for the Tigers this week? Is that something you look at, or do you focus more on on what you're going to be doing? Uh, no, I think there's, there's certainly an element element of the um, of the oppo analysis, and, and we know that they're a great side from scoring from stoppage. But um, you really want to. Um, Try and minimise as much as you can their their strengths, um, their their ability to hold the ball's great as well. Um, they're a great one on one defending side, so you want to minimise without trying to skew it too much. Of focus on them, you, you want to find something in your arsenal that that can help um, take advantage of, of that, or or just even try and halve it as well. So we've we've never been a great um, stoppage team uh, in terms of winning the the actual stoppages, but um, we've been able to nullify them. Uh, reasonably well over the years, so certainly a big focus for us that we know they're they're a really good side around the ball and um, stopping them scoring from stoppage is is certainly one aspect that we'll be focusing on tonight. Beautiful, obviously a big big chink in their armour though is the is the suspension of Toby Green. Uh, his tribunal appeal has been dismissed and he misses the week. It's huge for the Tigers with everything on the line this week. Um, and, and a big, big suspension and miss for the Giants. They'd be absolutely shattered that they didn't get him off. Yeah, well, you, you can tell when when um, when sides take it to that secondary tribunal to, 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 to hear it again, you know that it's, a, it's an important game. And clearly, uh, they sit... I think they're sitting eighth at the moment, just uh, just behind West Coast in seventh. And, and, and they're the two spots that, that, that there's a whole horde of sides that are battling for to try and finish in that top eight. So, um, yeah, it's an important game. Um, it's the second time this year we'll be playing them at Marvel Stadium. So, uh, big game for Dimmer both sides. Marvel. Dimmer loves Marvel. Dimmer yeah, loves no, he loves there. Marvel. We, we'll be, uh, he'll be enjoying driving in there um, along uh, along the beach there, getting into to Marvel Stadium. But, um, no, it's a, it's a big game. And, and, unfortunately for the Giants, Toby Green, who's been their acting captain since Stephen Coniglio's been out, uh, he won't be there for them. 
Yeah, he's a huge out, not not just for the Giants, but I think for the whole game. But I've got to ask you, as a as a player, you look at the Green incident, you look at uh, the Fritch, Fritch, is it? Bailey Melbourne. Fritch, yeah, yep. Uh, you look at the Buddy Franklin. As a as a player, are you sensing a bit of disconnect with the MRO and the tribunal? Because certainly from a fan's perspective, it's been a little bit difficult to follow uh, and seems a little bit inconsistent. What's your take on it? Well, I think that the, 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 the numbers, and certainly this week, say that there is maybe a little slight disconnect just due to the fact that two, three cases were heard this week and, and two of them were, were, were um, upheld in terms of the way... Uh, we saw Mason Redmond's suspension being um, just put down to a fine, and then Toby Green was obviously given two weeks straight off the bat, uh, and then was able to argue that down to one. Uh, I, I really feel for Toby Green because I think there is maybe a, a, un, there's an unconscious bias, I think, to yeah. to him, um, and yeah, I mean he puts himself in those in those situations. He's a combat player, and you and you love those players that that play on the borderline because they've got that bit of edge about them, but. Fortunately, he finds himself over the other side of the edge again and, and missing a week. So, um, be interesting. I've, I've always been a bit of a liker of uh, maybe just the old pub test, Painty. Get a few Absolutely. of the old old boys together, um, sit down at the local pub, have a few beers, watch the vision on a big screen there, and then get the thoughts of uh, of all the the, um, the punters in the pub about what they think it's worth. So, I generally think that we could probably come up with maybe a um, maybe a, a better form line there than than the one we see at the moment. I think it would work. I think it's become it's become too complicated. I think it's time to simplify it. I, I, I mean, I watch it as a as a fan, and I've got carryover points. I've got impact. I've got how hard it was, what angle he was on. That's point seven into point. It's just it is absolutely confusing and hard to follow, and and you just don't know what you're going to get week to week. I it's think one of the, the um, pub test. Yeah, three blokes have a beer together. He's hit him in the face. He's done it intentionally. That's two weeks down to one because you're. Good fellow, he put an early plan. Whatever it is, yeah. but it's, it's a scary. It's a scary thing to do, Payne. The MRO. It is scary. It is very scary heading down to AFL House when you've. Uh, well, and I've only been reported a couple of times and never served what any for? weeks. But I got done for a chicken wing tackle on Bailey Fritch actually, <laughs> and and it was put to me that I meant to hurt him or or maim him, um, which I certainly wasn't wasn't doing. Um, and I went down there, and I felt like I was, I was up for some sort of serious crime. The way they were spoken to me, and then the, uh, the whole legalities that go around it. I think simplify it, uh, pub test three blokes to get in there, and um, yeah, just come up with some sort of answer, and might be a bit of an easier way to do it. Keep it simple. It's always a good rule. Now, the other big discussion point out of this week is obviously the Taylor Walker uh, suspension. Uh, we've got some audio here from Tony Armstrong, who had some strong feelings on it. So 20, 23 years ago, uh, Spider Everett, for a racial slur, $20,000 fine and a four-week ban. Uh, yet we still say that we're coming down so much harder and we've come so, so much further since then. So that's 23 years and the only and the only difference is two weeks in games. I think the AFL and everyone involved uh, in the peak rule uh, needed to come down a fair bit harder. But then overall, how it makes Aboriginal people feel. Like, we're so often asked to be the ones who have to educate. We, we always have to, with a smile on our face, be the ones who have to always take the higher ground, not be angry, be the ones to put the olive branch out and educate. There's no place where there's more education than the AFL. Like, Indigenous people over-index in the AFL. Uh, so, I mean, I think 
there's enough there for people to know better and it's so, so, so disappointing and, to be quite frank, we're all pretty angry. Yeah, it's hard to argue with a couple of those points he makes there, Jack. I mean, Eddie Betts a few nights ago, I mean, for me, he doesn't know Eddie at all from only from watching him on TV and the way he plays the game. He, with such a smile on his face, he's so bubbly when he's in the media, to see him on and speaking like he was a couple of nights ago was, was really, really sad. And to see a guy like that who says, you know, he's, he's close to giving up and he's, and he's tired of it, um, you know, what, what, what are clubs doing these days? We, I've heard the word a lot, education. I, um, you know, I'm interested into what, what do AFL clubs do? Is it something you do every year? Um, yeah, talk, talk us through how, how clubs are educating players because it seems that it, it, it is still happening and happening too much. It sort of disappointed me that I wasn't able to be in there because I've, uh, you obviously grow really close to, to people that you, you um, do work with and obviously work with Eddie Betts a few times over, over certainly this year and it just it breaks my heart that... Um, Outstanding people like Eddie Betts, um, Shane Edwards, Michael O'Loughlin, Adam Goods, that just due to the fact of of their heritage are, are, are um, abused. For, for there is no other. There's no like they haven't done anything wrong. They've done. They haven't said anything to anyone. They're just abused because of their heritage and and their colour of their skin. And I just think this isn't gonna. <clears throat> I, I, I really like what Tony Armstrong said. He, he's been fantastic for me, for me on, and just he, he speaks so well. He's been so he's been awesome in the media this week. And and what we need in the current environment is that we we don't need Indigenous people bearing the brunt of this and, and being the people to go out and have to try and educate and push. We need Anglo-Saxon Australians that have had enough of this crap that, 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 that whether it's Tex Walker or whether it's um, uh, the, the weekly things that we continually see on social media that are just abhorrent. Like it's, it's, it needs strong leadership from someone and from people outside of the Indigenous space. And certainly, as Tony says, the AFL industry is way above the index of, of what a, a normal business would be. And, and we certainly feel like we're, we're a leader in that space as well. But there's so many great lessons to be learned from Indigenous culture. And uh, it's, it, it, it really is disappointing. Pony, you've been peppering me for, for a little bit here. I've got one question for you in that the ashes is is upon us and, and isn't far away from starting. Currently, Bell Reeve doesn't have an, an ashes test. If they were to move the New Year's Day test, the uh, pink test, would Hobart be the first place they could move it to? It should be. It would be the safest. It would be the easiest. I mean, and I'm sure we've got a direct line to the Premier so we could make it happen, but it, it makes sense. It got I mean, floated we're going last through year. stuff now, even with domestic cricket, we're, we're struggling. How are we going to get the start of the season away? I mean, Bell Reeve Oval is as good a wicket now that you'll get around the world, particularly for, for shield cricket and test cricket if we did get to play here. Um, it may suit the English, actually. They'd probably like to come down here because the ball does swing around, so it'll make a, a Broad and an Anderson hard work. Uh, but, yeah, I think Tasmania should and could put their hand up um, if needed. The ground is certainly ready to go. But what what has been disappointing around that, Jackie, some of the commentary coming out of England about um, the Ashes under threat and all that sort of stuff, which is, you know, from an actual a former England captain, Michael Vaughan. Now, last year, we had the same stuff going on with, with the Indian teams and, and the discussion was going on between the two governments and we managed to get not only the Indian players here, but their families. And um, I'm sure uh, both the Australian government and the English government are working together um, and we'll get it on. It's such a huge event for both countries. Um, they'll find a way. They always do. After the break, we've got Simon Brookhouse, the Jack Jumpers CEO, and our new import, a big signing for the Jack Jumpers.